So I was scrolling through Facebook and it just popped up. I started reading it and I thought, isn't that interesting? Welcome to The Underestimated Entrepreneur, where I share mindset, lifestyle, and business hacking tips, tools, and some painful lessons along my journey from growing my businesses and also working with some of the top entrepreneurs, business leaders, and professional athletes. Driven mofos, welcome back to another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur. For those of you who don't know who I am, I'm Michael Mojo, founder of Mojo Human Performance Institute, where we focus on mindset, business, and lifestyle hacking for driven mofos. The reason why I do these episodes is that most people waste their life, and I just don't want you to be one of them. Well, I was just scrolling through LinkedIn this morning. I'm just chilling in bed. Just thought, oh quickly check my socials. I try not to do that because it jacks me up in the morning. But anyway, I thought I'll just check it for some weird mental reason this morning. And so I start looking through LinkedIn and I see this post and I thought this is a really great way of understanding why it's so important to understand values and how it can so much affect your life, also your business and your outcomes. So anyway, I'm scrolling through LinkedIn and I see this post pop up. And in this post, it's this lady who works for a large organization and you know she's fairly youngish, I guess. And she's maybe a major executive or an executive in the marketing team. Anyway, in this post, she was talking about how she finds it extremely unfair that people can be given certain opportunities by external or extracurricular activities outside of work, e.g. playing sports. The organization she worked for was actually a sporting organization. I won't give too much away because I don't want to either get in trouble or I don't want to cause everybody to flood over to LinkedIn and check out the post. But they worked for a large sporting organization. And in there, she was saying how a lot of people get promotions or they might do different deals or things like that, or doing extracurricular stuff outside of working hours helps them to progress their career. And what she said was that I will take my family time over my career any day. And I you know, am a mother, also a wife and so on. And being put into these sort of situations where my career doesn't progress because of these extracurricular activities or things outside of working hours can prevent somebody from progressing their career. Now, I wanted to talk about this because when I thought about it, there were so many people on there commenting down below who don't understand human behavior, don't understand values, and they're saying, you know, nobody should be judged on the things that they do outside of working hours, including the extracurricular activities or for the amount of extra hours that they work after hours, more than what they're paid for, and so on. Now, why this is important, our values dictate where we will end up in life and dictate how we see the world. So in our brain, there is a gating mechanism, essentially, and that gating mechanism filters our senses. And so when someone has a high value of family, they essentially filter the world through a value of family. And so they might go to the shops, and when they're walking around the shopping center, They will see things for their kids or for their family, and they'll want to buy those things or spend money on their family. That's because the world and the reality that they see or their subjective reality that they see is based upon that filter. Now, if you give someone a filter or their highest value of wealth creation, they will walk around and they will see opportunities to make money. So I had a client like this where we walked into a cafe. He sat down and in a couple of minutes, he's calculating the amount of turnover per hour he broke it down to in that cafe based on the amount of people that come through the door and then he averaged it out. And he was calculating numbers in his head, trying to figure out whether the business was profitable and how long it would survive for. Now, my brain doesn't work like that. My highest value is connections and then teaching and learning. And so I tend to connect with people that I can learn from or that are teachable and coachable. 
That's because my two highest values dictate that that's the way that I see the world. So when someone comes up to me and talks to me, my brain's filtering how I can help them perform better. So when someone comes up and they complain about all their problems, I don't see problems. I just see opportunities to help them to excel. When someone tells me about their past, I don't really care about that. I care about what they have the potential of becoming. And so I feel like I have the tools to help them do that. And that's also the same in business as well. Then my third highest value is business and wealth creation. Hence why I love teaching about business. I also love teaching about human behavior because the first two values dictate that my whole reality, my whole filter or the filter that I have in my brain filters human behavior. And that's why I just love it. I pick up things that other people don't. That's just how I'm wired. Now, different people are wired different ways depending on their value structure. Now, one of my other clients who has their highest value of wealth creation, they went in to negotiate a bit of a deal and they were looking for $3 million. They were looking for an investment in their company, $3 million and walked out with 11. And that was a 20 minute conversation. That's what happens when you have a high value of wealth creation. You will just see the world in completely different ways. And it'll seem like it just fucking rains money. But obviously at the same time, they have big goals and big dreams financially. Now, why does this matter? Because in this post this morning, you essentially have a young professional who is talking about that they're putting their family first, which also tells you their value priorities and their priorities of values. Now, our value priority means that the way that we see and filter the world is based on the order of our values. Hence why it's so important to get them correct. 99% of the courses that I've been to that teach values and human behavior teach values incorrectly. Now, when you learn values incorrectly, you will perceive the world through what you've learned, not through the actual values that you have. And so it causes internal conflicts. And most people have internal conflicts mentally and emotionally because they have these values or these ideals that they think are their values that aren't really their values. And then so they become conflicted with their real values. And so one of the most important things that I teach in events like our Thrive Time event and also our business and leadership course called Triumph, the reason why I teach your own personal values at Thrive Time, but I teach how to understand other people's values is because it dictates the way that they see the world. Now, in this post, this person is talking about why She's going to prioritize family first, which tells you that she has a higher value on family than she does career, or she has a higher value on family than she does her marketing or her background in marketing or her creativity or whatever. So essentially, family is probably one of her highest values. Now, she's complaining that there are other people who get more opportunities or potentially open up more opportunities because they're prepared to go to out-of-hour extracurricular events and activities, which she's not getting paid for. And so the post was essentially saying, why should I have to do that when I don't get paid for those things? And essentially my family is a higher priority. Well, here's the thing, that if you put two people, when you understand their value system, you put two people in the same environment with the same skill set. So we're talking they're both dead equal. And you put one that works 38 hours a week and you put another one who works 80 hours a week, which one is going to over double the performance of the other person in their output? Essentially the second one, right? The one who will work more hours. Now, why does this matter? Because it matters how many hours you're prepared to put into what you do. Consistency and consistent output is the key to great results. Now, if you're a business owner or you're someone out there who works for a business and you're consistently producing more than others around you, then it's more likely that you are going to get paid more. You're also gonna be more valuable to that company or more valuable to another business. Now, what dictates that? Well, essentially it's a person's values. Because if, let's say someone has a high value of career and their number one value is career and career progression, then their second highest value 
let's say is creativity marketing. They're going to be an absolute weapon at marketing and they're going to work extremely long hours because they wanna progress their career. And that makes them fulfilled, that makes them feel purposeful, they're extremely focused and they're extremely productive. If you had someone else who has a high value on family, a high value on friendship and connection, another value of physical health, and then their fourth highest value is career, they're gonna to wanna to work, but they're only going to want to work enough to fulfill their other values. So they're gonna make enough money to make sure that they can spend money on their family and maybe have a holiday and so on. They're also going to make enough money to look after their health and to spend time socializing. So they might do okay financially, but they will never progress their career as far as that other person, providing both are committed to their values. Now, where society goes wrong with this is because the majority of people, even who are listening to this, don't understand their values, so they can't really commit to their values because they don't really understand what they are. And most people have internal conflicts because of the projected values of others. Now, this might be that when they work a lot of hours in their career, they have friends and family say, you work too much, be careful, you'll burn out, you seem stressed all the time, why do you work so much? What that is, is that someone else who has a lower value on career projecting their values onto others. Now, I used to have this consistently where I would go to family functions and everyone would say, Michael, you work too much, you need to rest more, you need to have more fun. But what would happen was when I was at family functions, I would be more stressed because I was thinking about business the whole time and I was thinking about human behavior and watching everybody and people watching because I was watching the interactions, the communications, all of those types of things, because really I just wanted to grow my business and be able to help people progress in either their personal or professional careers or their personal and professional life by understanding themselves better. And that's what I love to do. So if I spent too much time with family, my higher values would kick in and my brain would start to filter and think about other things. And so I wasn't present. Now, when somebody isn't present in their life, it's going to distract them from what they're really focusing on, the thing that's directly in front of them. So for instance, if a person's at work and they're spending the majority of their day thinking about family, that's because family is a higher value and they have some part of their family life that is unfulfilled. And unfulfilled essentially is like a bucket that's not full. So when it's unfulfilled, which means it's not full, it then leaves an emptiness and that emptiness causes us to think about those things. So what I noticed was that when I wasn't working and when I wasn't learning and teaching, my brain would be preoccupied by thinking about learning and teaching and business and business growth. So that's how our values work. Now, coming back to this original post, this person out there is saying, I don't think that career should be the most important thing in people's lives because it's not the most important thing in my life. Now, when that happens, she's projecting her values onto others. Other people are jumping into the comment section saying, well, that's how, you know, we shouldn't behave like that. You know, we shouldn't expect people to do stuff after hours and these sort of things. But there are a whole bunch of people who don't have their highest value as being career or business. And there's nothing wrong with that. So for anyone who's listening to this, who's getting wound up a little bit or thinking this is bullshit or you're getting frustrated, it's probably because one of your highest values isn't career or isn't business. And that's okay. The world needs different types of people. Now in my business or in this business that we have here, I need different types of people with different values. So for instance, our customer care person, our customer care needs to have a high value on connection, a high value on family. The reason why that's important is because when someone rings up or someone needs to deal with our customer care person, I wanna make sure that they feel like family and I wanna make sure that they feel like connection. But is that person gonna work a 100 hour work week consistently? No way. That's because that's not what fulfills them in life. The cool thing is that they came to all of our events before working with us and now is an amazing part of our team, but they understood their values. And so the role 
essentially fits their lifestyle. I don't expect this person to work weekends. I don't expect them to work after hours all the time. Every now and again, we might need them to do a little bit, but we also give them extra time off should they need and those sort of things to make sure that they can look after their family or spend time with friends and go and do things that are socializing because that's a high value to them. I also need to make sure that that same role has someone who can do administration tasks and those types of things. And so attention to detail is also important in that role. So I hire those values. If I have someone in our marketing role, I wanna know that the marketing person has a higher value on creativity, also has a high value on career because that one there is going to probably need a lot of hours put in. But I also wanna make sure that they're fulfilled by doing creative tasks and learning things and being able to implement those learnings in a creative aspect or in a creative way. So it's not that every role specifically needs to have a high value of career in a business. That's not the case. It's that business owners, number one, have to understand the values of the role that they're hiring. And also my goal is to get this information out to more people, especially with our events like Thrive Time, because when more people understand their values as a whole, not only do we get better business owners, we get better employees as well, where those two things can align and all parties are feeling fulfilled and all moving forward in the same direction. When someone essentially is consistently looking forward to weekends, either they have a lot of implanted values where they feel like they can never win at life, so they're trying to escape. That's a lot of people who go to work, they actually enjoy working. But what happens is that they've been told by friends and family they need to earn more money. They have all this pressure that they need to buy things and try and keep up with everybody else. That's because they're implanting the values of others on top of their own values, which create confusion. And instead of seeing the world through their values, they're seeing the world distorted by everybody else's values that have been implanted over the top of their own values. So it creates a lot of stress and confusion for most people. And this is why a lot of people dabble. This is also the reason why a lot of people don't really commit to their goals because they don't know what's important to them. This also creates a lot of mental and emotional issues when someone's trying to live up to other people's expectations or trying to keep up with others or comparing themselves to others. And they have a consistent internal dialogue, which is, I feel like I can never win or I'm fucking up my life all the time, or I just want to escape and get away from this shit and I just want to go on holidays, or I want to have financial freedom where I never have to work again. They're all key giveaways that are signs that someone is trying to escape their life and creating a fantasy or a delusion to try and escape the implanted values of others. When someone's super clear, they dedicate their life to the thing that they're dedicated to. For instance, you take someone like Kobe Bryant, and I've mentioned him many times. If you watch his interviews, he was like, I was dedicated to basketball. When I played basketball, it was basketball first. My career was first and my family knew that. But when I would have family time, I would fly home in between games to catch my children's birthdays and so on. But my wife also knew that that was my number one priority. And I remember listening to an interview, Kobe Bryant was talking about it. And she said to him, if you're going to be away from the family for that amount of time, you better bring back championship trophies. So they both align their values with competition and succeeding and all those sort of things. And so they had a great life. That's what inspired them to do what they do. And they work together on those things. Now, if you're somebody who loves your career and you love business or you love working and you love excelling and you're dating somebody who doesn't have those same values and they have a high value on the intimate relationship and don't understand how your career impacts the intimate relationship, then that's going to cause massive conflicts. There's going to be implanted values there. You're going to want the other person to work more. The other person's going to want to make you work less. And so that's going to cause consistent conflict but that will also cause massive, massive amounts of unfulfillment, stress, internal pressure, potentially mental health issues. This is the reason why I 100% believe that there's so many mental health issues in this country and also around the world. Because with Instagram, with social media, you can look at everybody else living their values and succeeding in those values. 
So you can look on Instagram and see the fit guy with a six pack and amazing abs or the woman with a high value on beauty who looks absolutely fucking stunning and spends three hours getting ready in the morning. And you look at that and go, wow, I'm worthless. What am I doing wrong with my life? But then you can also look and see someone who lives in an amazing home with a beautiful family and you go, wow, what am I doing wrong? Then you see the 25-year-old entrepreneur who has you know, a $20 million portfolio and nice cars and all that and go, wow, what am I doing wrong with my life? So you start trying to diversify your values to keep up with those people when the truth is you can't. You cannot keep up with all of that. You have to stay in your own lane, do your own thing because that's the only way you'll succeed. And when I say succeed, I mean live a life that you love that is dictated by your own rules. I know that for some of my clients, I will never keep up with them financially because their number one value is wealth creation and they're highly aware of it. And so they just seem to piece these deals together that are tens of millions, if not hundreds of millions of dollars of deals. Whereas for me, that's not such a high priority. I'm not dedicated to that. Now, there are other people out there who say, you know, Michael, I don't know how you can spend hours like at our Triumph event, I can spend seven days teaching straight, seven days in a room teaching from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. and I speak the whole time. They go, I don't know how you can do that. Well, I don't even think about it. Like I don't even find that hard. In fact, that's an early day for me. Some of the other events that go for longer, we used to have some events that would go for four days and they would finish at one or two o'clock in the morning because we would mentally push people beyond their breaking point. And that was part of the event. Now, I was able to do that because it's a high value of mine. Whereas when I look after my niece and nephew, they're getting a bit older now, but when I look after them when they were younger, my nephew is like me, he's quite intense. And looking after them, I'm exhausted after a couple of hours because that isn't a high value of mine. Whereas the other things that I enjoy doing, and I don't mind looking after my niece and nephew, I actually enjoy it, but just the intensity that they operate at burns me out really, really quickly. And so I couldn't do that for a week straight. It would stress me out. And that's probably the reason why we don't have kids. Now, there are probably people who are listening to this saying, because I hear this all the time, kids will change your life. They'll make you settle down, blah, 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 blah. But that's someone projecting their values onto me. And I've learned not to be interested in that. Like I go, okay, and I smile at them and then I just keep doing my thing. Why? Because kids may change my life, but they may change my life for the worse because they're not important to me yet. Now, that doesn't mean they might not be in the future. They're just not now. And when everyone else projects their values onto me, all it does is it used to just stress me out. It used to make me feel inadequate or like I wasn't good enough. But at the same time, it didn't really benefit my life. Now that I know my values and I'm super clear on them and have been clear on them for many, many years, I find it really awesome to just be able to do what I love to do. And so I work weekends. When I travel, I work because I enjoy it. I enjoy studying. I enjoy teaching. I enjoy learning. And for me, every day is set up in a way where I get to live my values. And it's hard sometimes because people say, you know, Michael, what did you do on the weekend? I'm like, I don't know, I just worked. And they're like, isn't that boring? Like, don't you ever get bored of that? And no, I don't. It's just, it's not boring to me. It's just what I do. It's what I'm born to do. It's like saying to a professional athlete, do you get sick of training? The answer is no, because if they are born to be a professional athlete, they will actually love it. They will love the intensity. They'll love the pressure. They'll love the stress. And I've done an episode before on the difference between distress and eustress. In fact, if you go to my No Business Hacks or No BS Business Hacks Facebook group, so if you haven't already done so, jump across there. It's a free group if you type in No BS Business Hacks. There's actually a free stress presentation that I do. If you listen to it, it's really awesome because I break down the difference between setting your life up to have eustress, which is beneficial stress, to distress. And it's a very fine line between feeling distressed and burnt out versus having eustress and growth stress, which makes you feel amazing and like you're growing and like you're productive and doing something awesome in life. So essentially, I've just set my life up 
to live my values. And so it's not that exciting to most people, but to me, I absolutely love it. I wouldn't do anything else. And so I highly recommend that you understand your values to be able to do that as well. Now, why does this matter? Because when I read this post this morning and I read everyone's comments on that post, the majority of people were saying things like, you know, you shouldn't have to work after hours and blah, blah, blah. Well, maybe she shouldn't. It's up to her. But the thing is that if this person wants to progress in her career and you've got two people who are side by side and one person's prepared to work 100 hours a week and the other person is only prepared to work 38 hours a week, you're going to choose the 100 hour a week person every time if they both have the same skill set and they both can produce the same amount of work per hour. The reason is that you're going to get a 2.5 times increase or even more, but you're essentially going to get a 3 or 4x return on that individual in a 12 month period just because they love what they do and they want to work versus the other person who doesn't want to work as much. Now, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just that our society has to start to learn to admit to themselves what their real values are. And instead of trying to compete with everybody else and trying to be something that they're not and trying to lower the standards of everybody else around them, which is essentially what's happening in our society right now, that people are trying to lower the standard of those around them to make themselves feel better and to make themselves fit into their value system, which is absolutely fucking ludicrous. And it's a huge problem that if it keeps happening in this country and if it keeps happening in westernized countries, it will lead to the demise of their economies. It will also lead to the demise of the majority of their businesses unless they can create a better business model or a better model of work-life balance like some of the European countries have. Okay, I know Germany has a pretty good balance there and they've worked for many years to do that from my understanding. Some countries like Norway and so on have a reasonable balance there, but it all comes down with productivity. Really productivity creates economic growth and that's both personally, that's in a business, that's also in an economy as well. So it's something that's really important to understand that productivity creates economic growth. Now, if you want to earn more, then you need to produce more. And that's how you get economic growth. Now, some people out there are probably thinking, yeah, but my boss is a prick, you know, my salary's capped. Then go and find someone who values you. Because I could tell you right now, if a marketer came to me and said, I could triple your marketing, but I expect, you know, a little bit of those profits, I would 100% give that to them. And any intelligent business owner would do that. If a salesperson comes to me and says, I will work for commission only, but I want a good commission and I will just blow apart your sales, 100% I would give them that commission. I would also even give a good retainer in order to be able to blow apart those sales, but they would have to be extremely good. You've got to remove the risk from the other side of the equation. Most people want the reward, but they don't want the risk of putting stuff back onto themselves, and it's because they're afraid. But anyway, my point is that productivity creates economic growth. So if you want to create greater wealth in your own life, you need to learn how to become more productive. How do you become more productive? You have to understand and live your values. It all comes down to value systems. Money, in fact, is the exchange of value. It's the fair and agreed upon exchange of value. So some people value cars and they'll pay more for cars in order to get the car that they want. Some people couldn't give a shit about cars. And so they will pay more for house appliances or shit in their house because to them, their home is important. Some people will pay $200,000 a year to send their kids to school. Some other people out there maybe can't afford to do that, but other people don't actually care. And so they send their kids to just the cheapest school that they can. Why? Because they don't have the same value of education or they don't have the same value of family. So it's really important to understand value systems, but money is the agreed upon exchange of value. That's really important to understand. And so if we want to live our greatest life and be the most productive we can be and really push our earning potential, then we need to live our values. Now, is someone who is living their values going to be wanting to work in that career more than someone who is living outside of their values, 100%.
That's why I work long hours because I love what I do. I get to learn all the time. I get to teach all the time because if I'm not teaching our community, as in this podcast or in our No BS Business Hacks group on Facebook, I'll be teaching on stages, I'll be presenting, I'll be doing talks. If I'm not going out to businesses and helping their teams, I'm consistently teaching. I'm also consistently learning because every time I'm working with a client and there's something that's getting them stuck, I think, how can I you know, open up that part of themselves to help them progress more? So I go and learn things and try to figure things out. So my whole life is based around my values. Therefore, I'm extremely happy to work 100 hours a week every week because I've set my life up to do that. Whereas someone else who is living outside of their values, they're working a 38 hour, but they're only probably producing maybe 20 hours worth of work. If you give that same role to somebody else in their high values, in that same 38 hour period, they'll probably double the productivity of that person, but may also want to work 50, 60, 70 hours a week because that's what they enjoy doing. And so there are a lot of people who, when they're away from work, are thinking about work, that's because it's probably a high value. But then they beat themselves up and think that they shouldn't be thinking about work because somebody else has projected those values onto them and said that they shouldn't work so much, that they need to rest more. And so it creates this internal dialogue and chaos in their own mind. So Driven Mofos, I hope that this helps. Anyway, if you've enjoyed this episode and you've got a lot of value out of this, please remember to rate this podcast. All you need to do is just go back to the app that you're listening to this on. There should be a little star there. Just hit the stars and it will pop up with the star review and then just give it the amount of stars that you wish to rate this podcast at. The more reviews we get, the more we get pushed out to bigger audiences. It massively helps us. It also helps me to get this out to more people so that I can help more people, especially business owners and driven people out there to achieve more in life. And that's my big goal is, you know, I want to be able to help millions of people out there, especially driven people to live an epic life where they get to choose the way that they live each and every day. So if you could rate this podcast, that would be fantastic. And also this week, if you can just share it with one person, just one person, tell one more person about this podcast and just let them know that it's out there. And hopefully we start getting more and more people listening to this podcast. Anyway, Driven Mofos, I really hope that this helps. If you haven't already done so as well, jump across to the No BS Business Hacks Facebook group and check out that stress talk that I did in there. You should just be able to watch it for free. You just have to add yourself to the No BS Business Hacks Facebook group, which you'll probably see me on there anyway. So you know it's the right group. Anyway, Driven Mofos, I hope you're having a great day. And I hope that this podcast is making a difference in your life. Take care, keep crushing it, and keep pushing hard, Driven Mofos. 